Hello, this is the uh, long. This is, you can edit that out later. <laughs> Hello, this is Lawrence O'Brien, the London Whisperer, and I welcome you to uh, Funding the Dream, uh, a Kickstarter. Uh, oh God, jeez. <laughs> this can all be edited out, but keep it because I'll love to hear it later. <laughs> how awful it sounded. Uh, don't mind me. Uh, hello, this is uh, Lawrence O'Brien, the London Whisperer, and I'm welcoming you to Funding the Dream, Game Whisperer podcast for Kickstarters. Uh, this week uh, it comes live once more from the beautiful sun-kissed London, which in fact it was very sun-kissed today, uh, in amongst the torrential rain that we're enjoying at the moment, as we've gone from a hosepipe ban and the need to conserve water uh, to actually having fun- uh, funding, actually having flooding in large areas of the city, um, due to the um, most amount of rainfall in April ever recorded in time. And so I welcome you to uh, another episode of Funding the Dream, and today we have uh, an interesting couple of guests. Now, you'll have heard of both of them. You'll not know why. It'll be like a, a quiet, warm secret in your mind. But let's discover more about them. Uh, I'd like to welcome Eric Dolman. Dolom and Richard Bliss. And both of you, please be prepared to uh, repronounce your names due to my ineptness. <laughs> I don't understand half of what you said anyway. This is Richard Bliss, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> this is Eric Dolman, and I appreciate the weather forecast. <laughs> <laughs> well, if nothing else, that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> Filling the gaps of life with something hopefully amusing. Mind the gap. So, thank you. Mind the gap indeed. So, you're here... Today, together on episode 53 of Funding the Dream, to make an announcement. Which one of you wants to, wants to actually make that announcement? Let the marketing guy do it. <laughs> What's that, Eric? <laughs> Let the marketing guy do it. Hey, well, after, after a very long engagement and a lot of time spent together, we've decided to make the announcement. Um, oh, we don't not, know what that announcement is, but at some point it'll be... <laughs> Yeah, yeah as, 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 as that is happening, we, um, Eric and I, um, are, have launched and announced the launching of Albino Dragon. And I'm by, <gasps> uh, yes, Albino Dragon. For those who have seen the video of Ace of Spies, they maybe have seen our logo, a dragon silhouette. Um, Ace of Spies is one of our very first projects. And so, yes, uh, so all of that allusion to uh, Mr. White was referring to the um, the albino dragon logo that was involved with that. So, you've taken the leap. You formed albino dragon. You're the marketing guy, Richard. Eric, so that we find out what the truth is, what's this all about? Well, basically, uh, Richard and I met back in November. We um, had a 15... 15- minute conversation scheduled it actually ran about two hours um we've had probably almost every night since has been about the same but it took us probably two or three meetings before we uh we realized that we had some of the same ideas about the current state of the game industry and um really how it could change mm-hmm. and uh richard what is it that is going to be different about ibano dragon well, for those who for those who have listened to the show, they know that oftentimes I like to bring in guests who talk about you know kind of the changes that are going on, getting a feel for what's happening, helping people understand as they navigate their own 
course by this. And for Eric and I, we realized that we felt that there was a lot of opportunity for, for some change and for new dynamics that if we started a company that took advantage of the, this entire changing ecosystem and not just a few key points of it, but the entire thing, that there might be an opportunity here to do something different and uh, fairly radical. And so that's why we sat down and decided that we were willing to take a risk. There's some, uh, we, we put some risk, there's some investment risk here. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some time risk to kind of go tr give this a try and see what we could do. And so we're very pleased with uh, the progress we've made so far. The company's just been announced. Uh, the website's going up um, almost as we speak. And uh, we'll be starting to bring out games actively here immediately. So, Albino Dragon is going to be a games publisher? Right. We are a game publisher. Our first game uh, will be, that really, will be Eric's game that he created that those fans of Kickstarter are familiar with, Gene Grafter. That'll fall under the Albino Dragon brand. Right. In addition, Ace of Spies. Uh, Lawrence, you were there with me when you and I met Mark and Michael, Michael Fox and Mark Rivera, the... the gentlemen behind Ace of Spies. Indeed. Yeah, and we were taken with their passion more than anything. The game was intriguing. We liked the, the uh, you know, he showed, if you recall, Michael showed us a, a prototype that he was basically peddling at Spiel to try to get people to, to pick up on it. And, you know, when, when Eric and I sat down and decided to do this, that was where I turned first. I thought, you know, here's a guy who, who uh, I'd like to see succeed. And since we were kind of taking a risk, I thought, you yeah, know, let's just, let's just do this. Let's just bring this in. And we've been really pleased with the progress that we've been able to do with that. We brought on um, game industry expert Richard Borg mm -hmm. to um, kind of head up development. He is uh, not in an official capacity as an employee, but acts as a consultant and is critical in almost all the development of our game so far. Right. We have a game coming out with uh, Tracy Hickman, who is of uh, Dragonlance fame with Margaret right. Rice. So Tracy All right. is coming out. We'll, we're coming out with Dragon's Bard. That'll be coming out here soon, within the next couple of months. And then we have, uh, after that, a couple of more games. Eric, uh, I know I'm missing a couple. I think we've got seven total. But Yeah, we've also got um, Sun Wars. Sun Wars, which has never been announced until Eric just announced it a few seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> we like that. We like that on the podcast. Thank it, you, Eric. It's, yeah. uh, that one's, uh, that's a working title. That is a never-before-seen uh, space conflict game from Richard Borg. Uh, uh, that one is, is cool. Uh, we played the prototype at my house, and my wife promptly gave me a royal thrashing. To use and, and as I understand, much like uh, a lot of women playing games, she wasn't really in the room playing the game. No, she was in the kitchen fixing dinner, and we were I was reading the rules, and, and we had another friend over, and I was explaining the rules. And so she would come in when it was her turn, play her hand, uh, there's cards and stuff, react to any uh, attacks or aggression, and then go back to fixing dinner in the other room, keeping mm -hmm. a, an ear out and listening. Uh, the... the the defeat on my part was so complete that if we were keeping score, I had zero points and she had 10,000. 10, so it was... Oh, okay. So we had and, to, but if, if, if there is any sort of you know, reconciliation, you did get a tasty meal out of it. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, so I guess that is reconciliation. We also have uh, Fractured Fairy Tales, a dice game um, that uh, is being brought out. 
We have um, s- uh, some other games. We've been talking with uh, Julian Musgrave in the UK. Indeed. Uh, Lawrence, uh, a friend of yours. Indeed who, he is. Who is an old t- style, you know, from that old uh, established I don't want to use old in the old term. Yeah, I was waiting for you to try and work your way around the word old, well, and you followed it up immediately by the word old, yeah, which I thought was, the, that the, was quite good. That from, was smooth. From the 90s, <laughs> from the 80s and 90s, that old style of gamer that, 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 that understood the complexity of rules and built some really com- complex rules. Julian has some great game designs, very similar to Richard Borg, where you know, they, they did the, the complex ones. Now they're really interested in doing uh, accessible games, games that are very accessible and playable. And so we're really pleased we have a couple from Julian that, were, that are in the docket, so to speak. And then uh, Eric himself, as a game designer, has a couple of more down the road. And then we have, uh, there's always a zombie game in there somewhere. So uh, There's probably somewhere there's a zombie game. Yeah. Isn't there always? Yeah. Isn't there always? And we like our zombie like, game. I'm, no, I, we, who doesn't? I can't hardly I can't hardly keep stop talking about it, uh, even though I'm not supposed to be talking about it. So hey, yeah, so, that one. <clears throat> so, so let's a, talk about you know the other thing like zombie dice. There you go. How was that? That was a nice distraction. No, that's Steve Jackson's game. I know it is. I know yeah. it is. I know yeah. that we played it. It already exists, it but does. it just moves you off the excitement. You've already revealed loads. I, I wouldn't have. want you to you know to reveal too much. I mean, right. where would we do the next podcast if it wasn't to make those sort of announcements? That's right. So. <clears throat> I know you're running the timer on this, Richard, and so I'm free to talk, which is fantastic. Now, I know you, Richard. We've spoken. We've been a spiel. We've done loads of stuff. I'm co-hosting the podcast. But Eric, where do you fit into everything? Where are you? Who are you in gaming? What brings you to this table? Well, I've been a lifelong gamer, whether that's been video games, board games, um, you know, classical or designer. Um, I just love games. I'm really into strategy games, card games, especially. So you'll see me always leaning kind of towards those. Magic was a, a big part of my life for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as in the albino dragon realm, I'm pretty much uh, the man kind of behind the curtain. I let Richard uh, do a lot of the talking, but when it comes to logistics and, and handling all the kind of behind the scenes stuff, that's that's really where my role comes in. And you're you like this sort of stuff, yeah, definitely gaming, gaming and stuff. I yeah. mean, well, I mean, we spoke earlier, and what came across is um, everyone has a serious. It's like a phone voice, okay? So everyone has that sort of serious. Hi, my name's Lawrence O'Brien, and you have that sort of serious phone voice when you don't you know, don't know people. And we haven't actually spoken before, so it was it's a, it's a pleasure to get a chance to have a chat. Um, but what I found is you started talking about gaming, and that whole the serious voice went away, and you know, you you talk with a joy of enjoying games. Full stop. Doesn't matter what, whether you've taken an arrow in the knee, um, or whether you're you know talking about card games or dice games or whatever. And it seems a real pleasure. Is, it, is that something? Is that been always been a part of your life that you know you've always looked to fondly? Yeah, as long as I can remember. <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been in front of a computer playing video games or an Xbox or a you know, a board game or, you know, especially now I'm, now that I'm back in the industry, it's like I'm, I'm buying board games left and right. I, I can't even play them fast enough. Well, and also just to let uh, you know, Eric's background is technology. Uh, he's a developer, a game developer has had successful games on uh, iTunes, on the iPhone, that type of thing. So 
he brings a little bit more than just the enthusiasm for the for the experience, but he also brings a technical skill to it as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it's the thing is, it comes across. And if you didn't know Eric, you know, thirty minutes ago, you know that he's just there's an element of him just like the rest of us is just geeking out about the fact that we're that we're talking about board games and working in board games, which is is I think is a real pleasure because. The whole element of what we discovered in funding the dream is finding people who genuinely have this dream and just ha- they have a desire to to bring this sort of the, the entertainment, the fun, the enjoyment that they remember about working um, or rather with playing in board games by being able to now work in the industry and bring it to it. And it's always a pleasure. Uh, and this is what we've discussed, Richard, about you know the pleasure of working in, in in you know talking about Kickstarter and how funding people's dreams and, and how they actually get to enjoy that going forward, which is fantastic, which is really really good. So, the next step for Albany Dragon, what's what's the dragon doing next? Bringing up the website? Uh yeah, bringing up the website, uh, bringing out uh, as as our Ace of Spies campaign continues to roll out. Michael and Mark have done a fantastic job of making that successful. Uh, you know, we've really been, there's been a lot of discussion about that project and what we've done there uh, with the free shipping, with the kind of the focus on the game itself and getting it out. You know, we're experimenting with things. Uh, Albino Dragon, the reason Eric and I are doing this is because we think that there are ways to change what we consider things that need to, that can be changed. But it takes a significant amount of risk. So, you know, we opened up free shipping for international on our Kickstarter project because we wanted to see, are there international backers out there who have just been dying to get the game but just can't afford paying double because the game happens to be being shipped from the U.S.? So what can we do about that? Right. As we've talked about, that um, Albino Dragons will be available, um, we're pretty sure, almost exclusively on, exclusively on on Amazon. And we've been working with doing that in the U.S. and then finding, okay, so if you're in the U.K., how do you get the game? Yeah. Well, working with Amazon in the UK and working with Amazon in all the other regions around the world. So we're trying to learn this new model uh, because we think that we're trying to create a, a board game publishing company, like I said at the very beginning of this interview, that takes advantage of these new dynamics in the industry. And that includes uh, online, sh- you know, the whole shipping thing, the whole long publishing mm-hmm. thing. Everything I'm talking about and Kickstarter is a, is a key component of that. Right. And, and that what happens if you try to build a company around those components and don't rely on the traditional method of bringing board games to market? What happens? It is yeah. very possible we could crash and burn that wow. we guessed wrong mm. and that nobody will buy our games online because we're also producing in, in, in mass. You know, our goal is to produce uh, games in the 10,000 unit quantity. Mm-hmm. Because that's where you start reaching critical mass and you start reaching momentum. Um, and those are some of the challenges that we've always been faced with. And so we're will- willing to risk some money and some resources and time and failure. We're willing to risk that in order to see if we can make this work. Okay, so I'm a games player. I'm going to purchase a game. I walk into a store, say, just hypothetically, whether it's an online store or a real store. If I see the Albino Dragon brand... What do you want me to know about that game, now, whatever the title is, before I take it? Well, first of all, as I just said, you're not going to walk into a game store and see our brand. No. Yeah, I realized that but I halfway through that I understand. What, yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> what does Albino Dragon mean as a, yeah. as a marketing message? Uh, 
there's a couple of things it means. One, we really uh, have focused on bringing, when we first started, we have six of us that are in the company. We have um, dominated by artists. Eric has, has worked, he's in charge of that side of things. But uh, we've really made that a key component. When you start to look at our artwork that's come out, Ace of Spies, Dragon's Bard, you go out to uh, Facebook and look at uh, Dragon's Bard on Facebook. That's Tracy Hickman's site. You can see some of the artwork that's starting to appear that we realize very high quality art is a key component to an enjoyable gaming experience. Well, that's expensive stuff. Sure. And that was where a lot of our investment went in the beginning. Uh, game design and game playability. We reached out to established game veterans and industry experts who are award-winning game designers to be a key component of the design of our games. The whole Amazon experience, uh, facilitating the streamlining and professional of just the shipping and the handling and everything. We really said, we want to hit the ground running. And when you're looking at Albino Dragon, you're looking at, uh, it was funny because Cher Lynn with Dice Hate Me, she said, well, you know, you're just one of these indie game developers. And then suddenly she was struck by the fact that we don't look like or act like or are perceived as an independent game company uh, because we're, we're applying uh, some resources to that. So mm-hmm. for us, it's, we really want to take advantage of this new model. And so when you look at Albino Dragon, there's this strength behind our, our brand. There's a strength, there's an innovation. We're trying new things and we are trying to, uh, bring games to the market that people really want to play and that they have been polished and that they're an experience that's at the highest level of quality. I guess, I guess quality is, is really what you're going to see from us. That was a rambling answer, but I, that was the best I could do. No, that was, I think that was a full and complete answer, would be fair, rather than rambling. And uh, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much, Eric, Richard. Uh, I wish you success. And as Eric said earlier, if you... Uh, if your job is in something you love, you never work a, a day in your life. So remember that. Uh, you don't have to work another day, gentlemen. You, uh, <laughs> you have the rest, of, the rest of your lives off. Uh, admittedly, you'll obviously be producing some fantastic games, which I'm looking forward to playing. And uh, hopefully, in the casual meal preparation way, uh, beating you at your own game, shall we say. Um, so, uh, Eric, Richard, thank you very much. We wish you success. Uh, This has been uh, Lawrence O'Brien, the London Whisperer, funding the dream, a Game Whisperer podcast for Kickstarters.